Welcome to the Early Accountability Podcast hosted by Kimmy Walker. Kimmy has a track record of serving as a behavior change and improvement catalyst for individuals, groups, and organizations. Get ready to make the best version of yourself a priority. Now welcome, Kimmy Walker. Kimmy Walker here, and welcome back to another episode of the Early Accountability Podcast. Not sure if last episode I said I was doing a little holiday hacks, little mini series, just talking about some tips and pointers that people can use right now around the holiday time to help them with just dealing with things at work, people around them, holiday shopping, uh, just some tips for how to handle the holidays and still, you know, reach for our goals that we might have for ourselves. I believe the last episode, I said, I think that was the end of the little mini series, but I changed my mind. (laughs) So I wanted to add another holiday hack in there. And it just kind of has sparked for me, uh, definitely this week, as I just kind of reflected back on some things and just kind of thought in a broader sense. And I wanted to talk a little bit today about how to handle the holidays when it's not a happy time, whether that's for you, or for others that are around you. And I'll give some insight and some backdrop onto where this came from. So those of you who may or may not know in the audience, uh, when I first graduated from grad school, I worked at the university that I attended. I worked with a women's center on campus that was a grant through the Office on Women's Health and the Office on Minority Health. And I also, you know, started up a wellness initiative on campus that was targeted towards minority population. In that work that I did, one of the things that I started on campus was a support group not just myself, but myself actually really it was ideas of students that I was working with at the time started up a support group for sexual assault survivors. So this could have been survivors who survived childhood trauma, adolescent trauma or adulthood trauma. And one thing that I learned and I wasn't as aware of until I really work with this population is that the holidays are not always a happy time for people. And I know sometimes we know that someone, something just apparent has happened, like they've lost a loved one. But there are also just a lot of other things that cannot make people happy around the holiday times or could make the holidays a very stressful time, um, a time of great depression or anxiety. And some of my survivors who had experienced childhood trauma or adolescent trauma, a lot of times they were going when they were getting ready to go back home for the holidays, as people do at college or school, you know, you go back home for Thanksgiving or you go back home for Christmas break. Some of them would be in close proximity again to their attacker. Some of them would have to literally sit at the table with them at like Thanksgiving dinner. And I know we always talk about giving thanks and, you know, enjoying the holidays and it's a time of giving and cheer. But for some people, it is a time of great just the opposite of that. It's not a happy time. It's a dreadful time. Being more aware of that, help me be more sensitive to the needs of others around me, especially when I don't know their situations and circumstances. So I know that this, for some, this is the happiest time of the year, but for others, it's not. Uh, And they may be faced with a lot of things. And that's something that just sparked with that work that I did or that specific work in working with that population of survivors. But even as I think and started to reflect this week as we had Thanksgiving this week, I really just thought about a lot of other people who are around me who had circumstances they might have experienced 
this year that would make this time of the holidays not feel so great, whether that's losing a job and not having as much money or finances as you usually have, um, their children not being in a great place, losing a loved one. So there's a lot of people I know who have lost someone that was very close to them this year. And so I was just thinking and reflecting like, this is hard. This could be a very hard time for some people who may have been used to spending the holidays with a loved one who is no longer there. Relationships could have been, whether it's someone passed away or a relationship in, there was a breakup of some sort, a divorce of some sort. This can be a very hard time for some people. So how do we navigate this, whether it's ourselves or we are around people who may be dealing with difficult circumstances? And first, I wanted to talk just about if the holidays are not a happy time for you. So whether that's some change or unexpected circumstances in your career, your life in general, um, losing a loved one, just feeling like there's a lot of pressure on you. Maybe there's a lot of expectations on you from your job or your affiliated groups that you may be in or organizations. Your children may have a lot of expectations of you. Your partners or partner may have a lot of expectations of you. Finances is another big one. Uh, Just not being in the place that you feel like you should be in. uh, But definitely, yes, having experienced trauma, being triggered back by things that you might have experienced, whether it was at this time of year or because due to this time of year and it being the holidays and being around certain people, you may be triggered um, by circumstances. So I think one of the first things to have in place for yourself and kind of our mental arsenal if the holidays are not whether it's just this year or typically in pattern are not a happy time for you just number one be okay with your process Uh, and I say this all the time on the show on the podcast everybody's process looks different And we can't always compare where we're at right now. We don't know the person we're comparing to, if that's their beginning, their end, their middle, what have you. So be okay with your process. Know that at different points in time, your process might look different. Be okay with how you feel. And it's not our actions that are are bad or scrutinized. It's okay to feel a certain way. So it's okay to be sad. It's okay to grieve. You need that. You should have that. So be okay with whatever emotions that you are feeling. Number two, and I don't know that I really talk about this a lot on the show as I probably should, but I wanted to say this early on. Number two, definitely seek or continue to seek professional help, especially in the mental health realm. So with this, I understand that therapy may not be what people need every different time in their life. There may be some people who always go to mental health therapy. There may be some who never do. There may be a certain situation or circumstance that you're going through that you kind of just want that sounding board for. And I totally respect how that can look for different people. It could be individual therapy, it could be groups, and it could just look different. There may be times when you need it, maybe times when you don't, maybe times when you need it, but you won't use it, you know, so I understand that the same thing. It looks kind of different for everybody. But if you have not done so, and this is something that is uh, very abrupt, very acute, it has happened very recently, and it is very intense to you emotionally, 
or it's something that has been ongoing, um, continues to go on, you know, year after year, definitely seek help. And it might not be individual therapy. It might be a support group. It might be a group at your church. It might be a mental health group, a support group of people who are going through similar things, like a grievance support group. So continue to seek that kind of guided, consistent help. And the good thing with those types of services there usually is some kind of structured schedule with that and I think especially at this time of year with so many things that could be reminders or triggers or so many things that could exasperate those feelings of not necessarily being happy being able to have especially even like a weekly kind of check-in at this time would be really great not to necessarily say it's going to make everything be okay but it is allowing you um a healthy way to process what you're feeling. And like we said, it's it's a more healthy way to embrace your process and understanding and accepting that this time of the year is harder for you, whether it's because of what you're going through now or what you've been through in the past. But again, it's kind of giving you that professional outlet, very neutral that you can utilize to help you heal or continue to heal or just a vent. And there's nothing wrong with that. Number three, If this is not a happy time of the year for you, for whatever reason, this is kind of a two part. Well, I'll say first, back to what we were saying with the mental health, always you have to kind you have to take care of yourself. So in addition to mental health, whether it's therapy or what have you, taking care of your basic health. We say this a lot on the show, too. So eating healthy, getting proper sleep. Knowing kind of what your vices are or things that you might do when you might be trying to cope or numb that may not necessarily be healthy or may be maladaptive. So just kind of keeping an awareness of those things too. Sleeping helps you feel better. Eating healthy makes you feel better. Exercising can make you feel better. And those are things that can naturally help tackle in an organic sense feelings of depression so definitely making sure that you're sleeping properly you're getting up if you are you're exercising a little bit like I said even in the past episode even if that's just like parking a little bit further or walking a little bit indoors just to get your endorphins in and get some of that happy hormone flowing next number four I think is a good tip is resist the urge to overcommit Or to just make a lot of promises that you may or may not be able to keep. And I think this is a big one at this time of the year, especially with people whose like financial situation may be different. And it may not even be that it's bad. It might be that you're getting ready to purchase a house next year. And so finances are tight right now because you're getting ready for a big investment. So you may not be able to spend or do as much as you've done before in the gifting if that's what you and your family or friends participate in. So just resist the urge to like overcommit or just make promises you're not very sure if you can keep. That might be kind of limiting the events that you go to. That might be limiting how long you're hanging out or being out in certain kind of environments, even if it's with family. So we have to be able to look out and protect ourselves as well. And we have to do what's good for us. So that might mean being just dropping in or that might be just saying to people and being honest and saying you just can't make it or you know you have alternate plans or you're doing something different so just resist the urge to overcommit to stretch yourself thin and just kind of watch promises that you may be making because that too can add a lot of undue stress on yourself especially if you're just not in a place right now where you have a lot of clarity 
mentally and you kind of have a lot of fog over yourself. So just kind of watch those things too. And also just watch them because for some people, doing can kind of be a way of avoiding feelings. So some people are doers, so they like to get busy. So they don't really necessarily have to think about um, what they're going through. And I know there's a thin line in between that. There's a thin line between pushing forward, you know, and doing a a natural ebb and flow it's a thin line between the natural ebbs and flow of just kind of continuing on and pushing forward as you can step by step in life and putting a whole bunch of extra life on you so that you're constantly moving, constantly on the go, never having any downtime. You're really never giving yourself any chance or opportunity to think or process. So that's another one with just really watching out and making sure uh, that you're not over committing over promising but also to just making sure you're not using that as a coping mechanism or a deterrent from processing what you need to process last one and I have tried this one myself and I can attest to it is you know try something different if there is something that happened or just a different circumstance maybe your holiday just won't look the same this year maybe what you do won't be what's within the family tradition Maybe it's going to be in a different location for a couple of days. Maybe it's just not doing what you've done before. And that might mean not putting yourself in an environment that is really harmful or hurtful to you or triggering to you, which may not be as accepted or embraced by those around you. But we have, like I said, we have to protect ourselves first, too. And those that really matter, although they may not understand in the beginning, usually when people can kind of step back and time goes by and process, they can understand too why you may have needed that time or opportunity to just do something different. So, you know, often we may see this in movies or things like that, like people might have a breakup and they go move to a different town because they want to just be in a different location or people lost a loved one and they just have a hard time going back into the house or the place that they were. So, you know, maybe just trying something different for yourself. That'll be a new adventure, something kind of exciting for yourself too. It'll allow you a little bit of natural time away from what may have been normal to you just to experience something new. And that can be very uplifting too. So, Last thing I wanted to just kind of briefly talk on is what can you do if you are a person who is around by someone who this is not a very happy time of the year for them for whatever various reasons. And the biggest thing I can think of is kind of twofold, like respecting their space and supporting. So giving the people what they may need that's within your realms. And I think one of the most basic things that we kind of overlook is just truly just asking people how they are. It could just be as simple as a text. It could be as simple as a phone call, uh, a handwritten card, but just asking people how they really are in this moment. So whether that's because you know that they've lost someone, you know about trauma that they may have been through in the past, what have you, just kind of checking in on them, seeing how they are and letting them know that you are there. And for some, that may mean that they may need a certain amount of space. And for others, they may enjoy the opportunity of you inviting them over to your family's house for some festivities, from holiday festivities. Um, That might be very appreciated and some may not want that. So I think putting yourself out there in a place where you can just kind of check in with the person, let them know, 
ask them actually how they are and tell them you're there to support in the capacity that you can and that they would like for you to. So that's not trying to pose anything on anybody. It's not trying to force anything on anyone, but it's also to not just ghosting them completely, not saying anything at all. So it those little strides and little steps can mean a lot to someone, especially if they're just struggling at a time of the year that has so many reminders around in society where we're at, regardless even of what your religious affiliation is, there's there's so many reminders at this time of year of this, the holidays and festivities. Um, so definitely those check-ins with people, seeing how they are, lending, you know, a listening ear, inviting people out if they want to, or just inviting them to come in and do something kind of like just chill. Those little things can mean a lot to people. So hopefully this episode of the podcast provided you with some helpful information, whether it's for you or someone that you may know. And as always, thank you so much for tuning into the Early Accountability Podcast. Until next time. It was a pleasure to have you join us on this episode of the Early Accountability Podcast with Kimmy Walker. Be sure to visit earlyaccountability.com to sign up for the Early Accountability Newsletter. We look forward to activating your greatness and helping you reach your goals.